1: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today.
2: Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon-perfect nails for just $2 a manicure.
3: the center of the galaxy, this is a Force Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Abzug here for another edition of Force Center, the main show, the big show, the Star Destroyer of our fleet. And with us, as always, is Mr.
4: Joseph Scrimshaw. I am happy to be here this week. I feel like I'm down in the data pits just looking up information on the bridge of our Star Destroyer.
3: We are indeed. Jennifer's out today for this episode, so we're not going to break down all the latest news that we do love doing that. We, uh, from time to time, like to focus on just some of our main topics. And we're going to do that with a very special guest today. You know him as one of the uh, more entertaining guests ever to grace the stages of Jedi Alliance. <laughs> Whether it was with me, Joseph, or others, he is always entertaining over there. And uh, we're so happy to have him here finally on the Force Center show and podcast feed. It is comedian and writer Mike Black.
5: Hey everybody, how are you?
3: <laughs> we are, uh, we're good, Mike. And uh, I couldn't think of any anyone else to have this discussion because on Jedi Alliance, I used to call you our toy expert. It was like you were the official Jedi Alliance toy expert. Yes. Um, I I can
5: tell you how many portions each toy was worth.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And I wish we could have had a segment with you every week back then. And then we can always do it now. Um, But uh, we wanted to talk about toys. Yeah. And specifically the Force Awakens toys, the lead up to them, the releases of them, the disappointments, the successes and why things were. And what I mean by that is why don't I have a Luke Skywalker figure In Um, my hands. Same here. That is a big question
4: that Joseph and I, we've talked about off air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a great interview that came out with uh, one of the designers who said that, "Eh, we're we're still thinking about getting around to Luke. And that's mind-blowing to me. And I know you're not only a collector, you're a hunter. You haunt the streets of Los Angeles. (laughs) But you also understand (laughs) the industry and understand, I think, much better than I do, why decisions are being made now.
5: Well, a lot of it is basically to ensure sales. Yeah is, you know they've had it's you got to keep in mind when we were kids when Star Wars came out there was nothing else like it on on shelves right, right. the only other f- really famous attempt at that time was a uh, clash of the Titans. And those toys tanked tanked <laughs> so hard that Mattel nearly went out of business. <laughs> people didn't want a Harry Hamlin. No, yeah, they didn't. They, they used they... leftover stock to decorate their Christmas trees that year. It was that <laughs> bad. Mm. Uh, they, uh, and this was the company that had famously passed on the Star Wars license, right? Uh, initially, yeah. And So they really had a lot of egg on their face when they were like, "Oh, well, we'll just get the next big movie." And they got right. Clash of the Titans, and
4: <laughs> that's what happened. So I want to get my own negativity out of the way, right? Okay, away. yeah. So financially, why is it better at this point to keep putting out Resistance fighters, Constable Zuvio, Gus Tours, hmm. uh, people, action figures that are boring characters? and aren't even in the movie why not just flood the market with the main characters at this point
5: because then the complaint would be the reverse would be how come it's only the main characters when i was Hmm. a kid we had ig88 we had you know dengar we had all these other uh, this wide variety of characters and now we're just getting the heroes the main hero and the main villain and that's what they tend to do with most toy lines yeah if you look at like Spider-Man as a toy line, it'll be like 50 versions of Spider-Man and one bad guy. Right. You know, Mm. uh, same with Batman. Uh, 50 million Batmans, one Joker, you know, is the usual sort of breakdown. Right. But you never get Commissioner Gordon, you never get Alfred, or, you know, any of the other cool characters, you know. But with Star Wars, it's different, and they wanted to ensure that a lot of these other characters that were only in the movie for a few seconds got representation. And so I... This is just my feeling on it. I don't know this is the official answer, but I think they front loaded it with as many obscure characters as they could, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. knowing that people aren't going to be quite as inclined to buy those, but they will buy them to get to the main characters.
4: Right. Because they're still selling by cases. Yeah. Right. Right.
5: You know, and so... Mm. A lot of those characters that you're seeing now that are more obscure are going to be harder to find later as they start pumping out Ray and Finn. And you
4: Okay, know. so you think they still will do it? Uh, so,
5: oh, absolutely. So there's going to be yeah. a point in my life where I'm like, I need that Constable Zuvio. I should have uh, bought him.
4: Uh, I, I don't
5: know if that point will ever come. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very dark day that I yeah. don't want to see, actually.
4: Constable <laughs> Zuvio, no, but I am going to buy a Sarco Plank because he yeah. does look cool. And I do yeah. appreciate that there are the side characters. I yeah. just feel my negativity is more that, like, This many months out, you should be able to walk into the store and buy a Stormtrooper, for God's sake.
5: Yeah, Yeah. and they have... The I think part of the problem with stormtroopers inherently is that many people don't just want one. If they see yeah. a dozen stormtroopers on a shelf, they're going to take the whole dozen, <laughs> that you one, know.
3: That and army building so, is a yeah, thing. Army yeah, army
5: building is just part of it. And and it's – I can't blame someone for sure. if, it. Honestly, if I saw 12 stormtroopers there, I would probably take all 12 yeah. <laughs> of them, you know. And, that, and so you run into that problem a lot of – and then – because of that stormtroopers become a commodity and okay. and mm. people go, wow, everyone wants stormtroopers. So now people that don't even want them, want them. Right. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, so that leads to people scalping and stuff like that. Like people that haven't even seen the movie know that Ray is an important character. And so mm. they're like, well, I'll just grab her and put her on eBay. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. a lot of it is a lot of these characters are getting out on the shelves but they're just getting snapped up right away, like right. early in the morning. And to be fair, toy stores are doing what they can to counter that. But there's only so much you can do. They wait like two hours after they're open and then they'll put a case out or something. OK, like
4: so that. if people are there right away you in know, the morning.
5: It's fascinating
3: to me that it gets down
4: to that
5: level. It, it really is. And, and if you think this is bad, you should see Hot Wheels collectors. Right. Which, which are just insane about stuff like that. Wow. And so and, you know, Star Wars... Think about it. We've all been waiting for good Star Wars toys for a long time. Yeah, right. The people that have been scalping and stuff like that and, mm. and are in the market, they've been doing this ahead of everyone else for about 15 years. Right. They've been you learning know,
4: the timetables and tricks, how the and industry works. They know what get
5: shipments and they're friends with stock people and, you know, yeah. uh, all that sort of stuff. So it it works again. I think the the best advice I can give on that is don't buy them on eBay. Don't mm. feed the okay. monster. You know, Uh Just know that if, you know, the less of us that do that, the less inclined they're going to be to buy them. Right. Because you're already seeing it with uh, Captain Phasma, where it's like... For a while there, she was going for like a hundred bucks on eBay. Wow! Because people couldn't find her anywhere, right. and then they realized that she hardly did anything in the movie, and so uh, there was just less of a demand. Now you can find her all over the
1: place. And
4: just a quick clarification, because yeah. uh, you and I have talked about this before on Jedi Alliance. Yeah, I, I like the kind of classic three and three quarter. Line. But this is yeah. a problem with the three and three quarter black series as well. Right. And the, the six inch black series. Correct. Mm. Yeah. So the this, this same thing is happening across all of the main lines yeah. of action figures.
5: Because mm. people just know, like I said, even if you're not into Star Wars, you know that it's bankable. Okay. You know, right. as, as an investment, you know. And the thing is, it's not like it used to be. Like when we were kids. Mm. The the way you would make money off of Star Wars toys was to not open them, save them for 20 years, and, and sell them, <laughs> Right, you know, because everyone else was opening them and, you know, disseminating them and destroying them and what run. have yeah. you, you know, yeah. having fun. <laughs> God, <laughs> idiots. Actually enjoying themselves. Stupid you know? fun kids. And now it's you make whatever money you're going to make right now. Because yeah, yeah, everybody thinks that they're going to save them for twenty years. Everyone thinks they've cracked the code. Yeah, yeah. yeah and every that, layman like you know. twenty years from now they'll be able to sell them. No, you won't. Right. It's you know because everyone else is doing it. If we all open a Smithsonian that has the same contents, the Smithsonian yeah. is no longer special. <laughs> and that's basically what's happening right now. <laughs> Last <laughs> you know.
4: night I saw a at a toy store in Los Angeles. I saw a Luke Skywalker that I think I sold for like sixty or seventy dollars for ten bucks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right.
5: Go to uh, Amoeba sometime and hmm. just check out. They have a ton of like figures that you're like. I waited in line two hours to get this guy. Oh, really? And they've got him for eleven bucks. You know, Captain nice. Panaka is eleven bucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, like, I, I have. Sadly, uh, yeah, one of my
3: less than, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> less than that. Yeah, one of my aunts works at Walgreens, and so uh-huh. I, I love going to Walgreens for Star Wars toys. I. I Every time I go to pick up some like uh, eye drops, yep. a candy bar, and I hit the toy aisle because they yep. always got some cool Star Wars stuff. It always seems to be. Yeah. You know, here and there, and I asked her about it. When I was like, I was like thinking I was going to be on the inside. It's like, hey, uh, Aunt Liz, you know, when you get your uh, your, your your shipments in, she's like, don't worry about it. People are already there, and yeah. they're people that work at Walgreens from other stores, right?
4: Wow, come to the,
3: another Walgreens and be like, oh, cool, you got your Star Wars figures in. Let me open that box. Oh, there's a Ray. Oh, there's a, a Finn. Let me take it. Great, cool. And then Zuvio's yeah. on the shelf.
5: Yep. And uh, there's a Walgreens, I'm very lucky to live near a Walgreens. So am I. Where the manager, (laughs) well, what's better about my Walgreens is that the manager actually gives a damn whether you're a fan of Star Wars or not. Really? And he sees, like, the people out there scalping and stuff like that, and he's like, nope. Nope, I'm not breaking out a new My
3: case.
4: My goddamn yes. Walgreens sells sushi, and it doesn't have Star Wars <laughs> <Yeah>. action
2: figures.
5: <laughs> Got to go. So and does he have like a test? Let me ask you five Star Wars questions. <laughs> I, I've seen him do similar things to that. Wow, like, I want to meet this like guy. Like, like Rick on the Walking Dead. He like needs to be on Force Center. Well, what he did to me was, I was yeah. like, I was looking for the white Boba Fett, the concept yeah. Boba Fett,
3: which by the which way was an exclusive. Mike Walgreens. gave that uh, one of those to me as a birthday. Oh, gift that's yeah, that's a yeah,
4: great yeah.
5: figure. And uh, and. And so I was looking for it initially, couldn't find it anywhere. I'd heard that they might have it there. Right. And so I asked and I was like, can I talk to the manager? I heard he's pretty cool about Star Wars stuff. And so there, uh, <laughs> I talked to him and he was like, uh, so you collect these? And I was like, yeah. He was like, show me a picture of your collection. And so I did. And he was like. I'll be right back. And so he went <laughs> and got one and and gave it to me. You know, and that's so, outstanding. That's so, great. Which is so above and beyond what most places are doing. Yeah, you know, they're just like, to be like they would uh, like. I I was expecting him to say, just give me an extra twenty bucks and I'll give you one or something like that. But he was just like, no, you're a fan. Cool. All right, but you're not you going to f- put it on eBay. You're gonna you're gonna take enjoy it. it. Yeah.
4: Do you think wow. that this new uh, sad eBay dystopia that we live in? is it going to affect the way kids grow up with Star Wars? Because for us, the action figures was how we fantasized. We got all those Mm -hmm. different characters, had different relationships with each other, and we could create stories. Yeah. And now just the normal kid goes into Target, and they can't get... Yeah,
5: but I think mm -hmm. in a way that's going to work for them because their parents are going to have all these other characters as options. They're going to, I couldn't find Rey... But there are all these different aliens and stuff. I'll bring those home. Right. And the kids will have to make up stories like we did. And imagine, like, because I didn't want Prune Face ever. I never (laughs) asked for Squid Head, you know.
4: But I wanted Ori Marco Prune Face.
5: (laughs) But, you know, when I got them... I was I was like, yeah. well, I better make up a story for these guys because yep. that's who I've got. Absolutely. Know? Yeah.
4: So people are playing with like Dave, the resistance fighter. Yeah, and they exactly. just made up who he is. He's yeah. the star of episode eight and a lot of kids' minds <laughs> right. <now.
5: laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And and so th- then when they start like these packs that are coming out now that have all the main characters mm-hmm. in them. Yeah. Now that those are starting to hit they've already built up this familiarity with these more obscure characters and they can weave in the characters they already know. I think in a way it'll work out even better. Interesting take
3: on it. Interesting take. Can we talk a little bit about the Ray thing? Yeah, yeah uh, because sure. I think you're going to have a, probably have a different take. It might end up in the same spot. Okay. We all agree that we want Ray figures. We all yeah. I have the opinion that there was Ray figures, uh, yeah. um, and that part of the reason. And you talked about it, Joseph, and I know it, it was important for you that there be Ray yeah. figures, Yeah. but also Absolutely. that you understand figures enough to know that there might be a little bit more.
4: Right. I want the rage pointed at the right, the right spot. Yeah. Right. yeah, right.
3: And that's fair. And I think that's a fair and balanced conversation about it. Just you, Mike, as as a toy expert, as a toy hunter and collector, what are your thoughts on just the overall and, and the details of it?
5: Well, just as there had not been a whole hell of a lot of females in the leads of movies like this, right. there hadn't been a lot of figures of females. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, for... Since we were kids, really, mm-hmm. you know, sure. like there there would be the occasional one. But like, I mean, even look at a movie like the 89 Batman. Mm-hmm. They didn't do Vicky Vale. Mm-mm. They, you know, they mm-hmm. did Catwoman because you kind of have to, <laughs> yeah, once, right. you know, Batman Returns comes up. But even I remember she was impossible
4: to find. Yeah, you put out a two pack of yeah. penguins, you better put out Catwoman. <laughs>
5: yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and it was like. It took forever between them putting Catwoman out and me actually getting her. Mm, Yeah. You know, and so the part of the problem is when they look at the sales, Mm. they look at, you know, it's, it's very hobbled against women, unfortunately. Right. Where there's one female character in maybe five waves of figures comes out. Right and so when they get the sales back they go you know the female figures just don't sell that well well that's mm. because you only made 100 of them to every 1000 of everyone else you okay. made right. you know and so that's been the thinking for the longest time but now because of this movie and because of other stuff that's been happening lately uh wonder woman finally getting in a movie you know uh that sort of thing uh, Harley Quinn becoming by far the most popular DC character in the mm-hmm. DC universe.
4: Right, the selling point of Suicide Squad. Yeah.
5: Right. Um, now there's like Target has a DC girls section that's just a uh, an action figure line and clothing line and mm. doll line that's just DC universe female characters. And you go by that section, every time it looks like a hurricane hit. There's, like, maybe one, like, Mm -hmm. uh, less popular female character hanging off the shelf. (laughs) Just barely. And it always looks like someone just hit it, you know? (laughs) It's swinging slightly. And and we're seeing that with Rey, too, where it was Mm -hmm. like, I think they thought Rey would be about as popular as Princess Leia was. Okay. Where... She sold, definitely. People would get her to complete their collection, but she wasn't the first one you were getting. It was like Luke or Vader or Han. There were so many other characters Mm. that people were getting before her that, you know, they put her out just really to complete the set, you know? Yeah. Mm. And and to be fair, she didn't get to do a whole hell of a lot in the original trilogy. Mm. So... But it's surprising how many figures they made even back then of her. Oh, yeah. she. Yeah. I would say she probably beats everybody as far as female action figure characters that were produced in mm. different variations. Oh, yeah, in the original Kenner yeah. line, you know? for sure. You know, so that's already... Star Wars is already, like, uh, way ahead of the game in that regard. But mm. when Ray came, I don't think they realized... Or were allowed maybe to see the end of the movie and see how it turned out exactly. I think there there was probably rumor, you know, that Mm -hmm. uh, Ray will be an important character. But there's a big difference between telling a toy manufacturer, oh, this girl's going to be important to this girl is basically the star of the movie. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know, and so I think... Uh, From what I've heard, it's a two-year turnaround from when you decide you're going to make an action figure to it getting on a shelf. Wow. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) the fact that there's stuff already that's sort of addressing that is pretty good. That means they're kind of kicking it into high gear, where now we have the Maz Kanata set that Mm -hmm. uh, comes with Ray. And uh, BB-8, you know, which are, like, some of the most requested characters put in a box set together. That's awesome. The fact that that's starting to hit shelves is great. And and it's good versions of each of those characters, too. And that they're doing, like, different variations of Ray already. They're already doing, like, her outfit at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the outfit at the beginning. And the one where she's, like, fully masked comes with a vehicle. Right, with so her speeder. So there are options starting to trickle out, but I don't think they were prepared at all for just how popular that character was going to become. And and even today, I don't think we as an audience fully appreciate how big a deal mm-hmm. that character is. Where I was at, uh, I want to say Target the other day, and I was walking out as a family was walking in, and I see a lightsaber swinging like crazy, and I was like, "Oh, look at that little boy go!" And then I realized halfway through that's a girl, mm-hmm. and she's having the time of her life, just swinging a lightsaber. And I realized this is the first time I've seen this, mm-hmm. like in in my life. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, it just wasn't done. <laughs> you know, <laughs> girls didn't play yeah. with lightsabers; they didn't care about it. But now that they have permission to, now that it's been shown on screen. It's a different world. Yeah, and I think it even know? goes
4: beyond, like, permission. Because we, I think yeah. we've had a decent amount of permission for women to be in charge or to kick ass. Yeah. But it's been, like, adult, fully formed characters like Wonder Woman or Catwoman or even, you know, when Leia's strong, she's already established. Right. But to give right. girls the same thing that, that young guys had with Luke of we yeah. start from they're kind of innocent, kind of don't really understand the way the galaxy works – and yeah. then they're presented with a challenge and they can step up to meet it. Right. Mm-hmm. Start from, innocent. I mean, and Ray's already not Absolutely. super innocent. She's resilient and tough in that. But a yeah. little bit more of that, uh, yeah. I'm being introduced to the larger world and I can handle it. Yeah. Just seeing the galaxy through her eyes. Yeah. Like that makes in, some sense.
5: In a way, I it, I used to do a bit in stand-up about being a fat kid at Halloween and how if i was captain america people would go oh it's fat captain america and it's like no i'm just captain america just please don't <laughs> do and and i noticed like a lot of black guys would come up to me afterwards and go that's exactly how i felt when i would dress as captain america oh, they yeah. were like oh you're black captain america like, i'm just captain america can <laughs> i just be and i so what i mean by permission is that now, not only do I know <laughs> that mm-hmm. that it's okay for me to be that, so does society, right? You know that, like that. Now there are female Jedi, and it's very clear, and everyone's seen it. So mm-hmm. there's, it's not. Oh, you're a girl, Luke. How cute,
4: you know? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. People <laughs> yeah. get to be boy yeah. raised, yeah, exactly. for a while. Yeah.
3: yeah, and it definitely seems like you said it's changing in time, and that's a fast turnaround. They definitely heard. The fans—they oh, yeah. definitely heard about it. Um, yeah, it's some some nameless numbers probably a problem, but it's going to change with more of the characters. Yeah. more Jin Ursos, more Rays. Exactly. We're getting patch. Rogue
5: One next. I yeah. think it it's it will be. They're really not going to have any excuse if, right. if they don't do Rogue One right. It's like no, you you saw the same trailer we did. <laughs> yeah, it stars a female character, so yeah,
3: enjoy our line
4: of Jan Dodonna's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
5: exactly. You know.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I want some Mon Mothma action, absolutely, because like she's the, uh, yeah. the Luke Skywalker of Rogue One to me, of that the yes. older, wiser character, and well, I know, want old, wise action figures. Damn it!
5: You know they did a young Mon Mothma for yes. the prequels. Yes, right. But wasn't she cut from the she film? She was cut from the
4: film, she, yeah. I think she's in a background shot, but oh, her main okay. scenes yes, are yes, there. Yeah, yeah. The, but
5: yeah, because I saw it just recently at like WonderCon or something, and I was like, oh, there's that young Mon Mothma that yeah,
3: got yeah. cut. Yeah, and it's, uh, like I said, we talked about the same actress, and I'm so happy she gets to come back. Oh, yeah, good for her. I that. was
5: wondering about that. If yeah. it was the same, that's great.
3: That's great. So um, what are some of the the favorites and successes of the of the Force Awakens line? We've talked about, and we can go into what we're still missing, <laughs> uh, and Bearded Luke, but yeah. um, in your view from a Collector and Hunter, how did they handle this, and what were some of your favorites?
5: Well, to me, my favorite stuff that is coming out now is from Japan. It's these, uh, I want to say Kota Bayuka mm. is the company, uh, but they're, I don't know if they're run by or if they run Bandai, mm. but they make these snap-together model figures mm. Okay, that are amazing. Like, in the Star Wars Black scale, I have their version of C-3PO.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. And it
5: looks like a miniature C-3PO. And I mean like the same chrome, the same oh, like wow. one leg silver. Uh, he has the little uh, sensor on the top of his head. And they do. They have so much attention to detail that this version of 3 po comes with a removable chest and faceplate. So you can display him with a dent in his forehead. Uh, or wow. you can display him with restraining bolts or without them. Um, hmm. he has an eye that can be gouged out. Nice, <laughs> Sally B. Crumb. That control panel on his back that Chewie messes with, you oh, can yeah. remove that and, and expose that. Um, All of his limbs are easily detachable, so you can go for the Return of the Jedi sack of 3PO look. Uh, <laughs> nice. uh, they're amazing. And that one, now, it, to get a retail 3PO when they release him in Star Wars Black... Uh, it'll be about twenty bucks, okay. These I was able to get for twenty eight shipped. Mm. and the big difference is you have to put it together yourself the
4: first. but time. it's not like a model where you're gluing stuff. it's snapped together It's
5: together model like the the biggest problem I had was uh, it's good to have like little wire cutters mm. to to make sure that when you separate a piece, it fits perfectly with the other piece.
4: Oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. and
5: that's as as difficult as it gets. And I'm not a model maker. I'm not <laughs> good <laughs> at that sort <laughs> of stuff. But uh, it takes you about an afternoon to put together. No, nope. uh, I have the R2 units. They sold those as a pair, R2 and R5 together.
4: Okay, oh, wow. And I'm not even, I've never heard of these.
5: And they I think come, I saw
4: some at this toy store last night, and I didn't know what they were. So this is great. They
5: come with uh, all of the panels are. You can display open or closed, mm. and they have all the different attachments that that they each had. They're really impressive. And aside from the droids, the other ones that I, the only other one that I would say I would get this instead of the Star Wars Black version would be Captain Phasma because she really is chrome in, oh, wow. in that one, and it looks really impressive when it's all put together. Mm. But yeah, so those are my favorite things that, that came out. Uh, I really enjoy the Star Wars Black Series. I think some things, sometimes the execution is a, uh, it seemed like a good idea, but <laughs> but probably isn't. Like... Uh, I just picked up the um, the New Hope version of Luke. Okay. And it comes with a white kimono. And I'm like, well, that's just as soon as any dust gets on that, it's over. <laughs> oh, but, <you> right. Know? <laughs>
4: and well, like, maybe that's part of it. You, you yeah. Take him to your own want- personal Tatooine and <laughs> dust him yeah, <them> exactly. up. exactly. <laughs>
5: you know, and... Uh, so the, they did that I would rather he just had a, a plastic one that I could wash off. I feel that know. way
4: about the Palpatine 6-inch black series. I love yeah. Palpatine and right. every time I see him I'm like I should get that. I mean, no, it just looks like he's just out of the shower. It's not a good one. It's not yeah. I
3: haven't <laughs> bought it yet either. I have yeah. the Jedi Luke and I have the Vader and it's on my wall and it's yeah. wait there I'm waiting to add the emperor to it and I haven't committed to it. I've but, had it in yeah. my hand a few I times. I look at it and just
4: it's like it's look he looks like he ordered pizza and he just threw <laughs> on a robe to answer <laughs> yep. the door and that's what I think yep. every time Palpatine that's pizza.
5: exactly it and uh the darth vader one even they did a good job they did as good as you can do with cloth right. where they even put like little weights at the bottom of his cape so that okay. it stays straight and flush yeah. and everything but it's still it's like oh, this is tedious compared mm. to just a nice if they'd just done a nice plastic one that maintain mm. the right shape you know
3: mm.
5: uh, I, I would much rather have that i, I love know?
3: the black series and I, i'll continue to love it but i I, yeah. I not that everything's perfect but one of the things that i, I um uh, notice it seems to me and, and correct me if i'm wrong the black series now the focus is on that and the normal just three and three-quarter figures not as impressive they're, they're neat but yeah. I, I look at them and and i'm not I don't find myself wanting or needing them. And that's because I I was like, oh, a Poe. He's got a winged backpack that you can pull a string and I'm I'm out.
4: Yeah, that's a bummer. A lot of
5: 90s crap, Yeah, basically, where, you know, remember everything was neon and had missile launchers and stuff like that. They're starting to do that again. And it's like, I, I guess... That'll interest some, some kids and get them excited about it. But
4: It's got that to, collect them all thing to go to your yeah. point way back in the day of like, well, too bad if you don't like Gus Tours. If your kid wants to put together this full cannon, you've yeah. got to get this weird little guy.
5: Yeah, and it's like I, I just don't – I've never cared for missile launchers sort of <laughs> gimmicks and stuff like that. I'd much rather have – Just give me some stuff that they had in the movie. Like, I love Mm -hmm. that the Maz Katana set comes with the case that the lights are in. Oh, my God. Give give me stuff like that any day of the week. Or even, like, uh, they did this with the Indiana Jones line, and I thought it was a great idea, where they gave you little... um, trinkets that he'd found at different places oh, with wow, each yeah. character. Oh,
4: nice. But they
5: were each put in a little cardboard Area 51 crate. Hmm. So once you had the whole collection, you had a bunch of those crates if, wow. if you kept them all, you know. And so you had that little scene from Raiders, you know. Yeah. And uh, and I thought, there's a way to do this with Star Wars. There's so many different boxes and crates that are recognizable in that world. Mm-hmm. Give us just stuff like that, and I would be much, much happier than with a big neon missile launcher. Yeah, it goes all the way back you to know? General
4: Medina and his pointing stick. It was exactly. fascinating. Like, yes. Wasn't, it like, was not a big part of the movie. So, like, yeah. the Gus Tours guy I keep mentioning, he's, he's one of the guys who maintains equipment on the Resistance base. So give him a little tool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, even care if I saw it in the movie, just a little Star Wars y
3: tool. I always yeah. loved my Padme that came with the little iPad to watch the pod race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I always like that. Stuff
5: like that adds so much to the world. I think uh, a company I wish they were doing Star Wars stuff, but NECA is really good about that. Yeah. They do like they did a Ripley from Aliens and yeah. even down to the shoes she's wearing are basically the Reeboks that she had right. in the movie. And it's like I want, especially with Star Wars, I want that kind of detail yeah, know, yeah. As, as much as possible. At the
3: office, we have like, Ripley one with the, in the, uh, yeah, the, the yellow. In the loader, the loader. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great.
5: Well, like, for example, with the the New Hope Luke, rather than giving him a cloth kimono, give him a plastic kimono and give him the poncho instead. Yeah. Make that out of cloth and give him that, that farming hat, whatever yeah. it was <laughs> that he was wearing. You know, I would much yeah. rather have those things instead you know Mm.
4: yeah yeah i yeah i want luke farming hat for sure (laughs) i like the obscure weird things we got to do a shorter show today so do you have any final thoughts uh before we move to a couple of fan questions
5: uh i would mention there's some i know they're doing a rogue one exclusive for uh comic con they are uh, Mm. of star wars black i don't know what it'll be i'm hoping it'll be like The Stormtrooper was last year where it's exclusive in the packaging only and you'll be able to get it, you know. Yeah. And they're doing a concept Boba Fett uh, Hallmark is doing an ornament of that and that'll be at Comic-Con. Oh, that's cool. And Sideshow is doing a a Comic-Con exclusive R2 unit, but that's all I know about it. Okay. It's an R2 unit, you know.
4: I'm super excited for Rogue One because so far all the designs look cool. Every yeah. single character on screen in that trailer looks like an awesome action figure. To own it absolutely does. I'm thinking we're going to get some uh,
3: a, a chance to buy again stormtroopers and X-wings and things like that. Yeah. That uh, well, really, if we truly... get
5: like a Yavin playset or something like oh, that, you know, yeah. there's there's so many things that they can do that are kind of like double wish fulfillment in, yeah. the, in this movie, you know? Yeah. And I really hope they take advantage of that.
3: I mm-hmm. think they will. And we, we're definitely going to get Jin or so action figures <laughs> That's this time right. around. Yes. I, Don't I, think you can swap that out for Captain America. And they won't
4: spoil <laughs> that she's also a Jedi and gets a lightsaber at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Mike, we could talk about toys with you for a long time. We'll do it again, I'm sure. Absolutely. Especially as we Anytime. Gets get closer to Comic-Con 2 and Rogue One. We're going to need your advice, your sage advice. We do want to get to some fan questions today on this shorter version of Force Center today. Uh, so, uh, Joseph, we've got some people reaching out to us who want to talk.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
2: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to Bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah,
4: yeah one we got a perfect segue from we were just talking about Rogue one. Uh, Jake Silva Four uh, comments often. thank you, Jake. Uh, his Twitter handle is at the Silva Flash, and he asks, "Do you think Emperor Palpatine will appear in Rogue One?" Ken ah, that's a sigh of slight pain because I don't know which
3: way to go i I don't think he will I don't think he will i don't know if i want him to so i think i'm happy with that yeah. but in my head i'm like if you give McDarmon one more chance and and you look he hasn't <laughs> shown up he hasn't been cast so no. it'd be a complete surprise yeah but again you have an actor who can still do it
4: why not It wouldn't be, it wouldn't yeah. be opposed
3: to one more shot i wouldn't be opposed to one more scene
4: yeah how about you mike do you I, think I we will that. do you want him I certainly,
5: he would not be unwelcome. You <laughs> Do you like, like this? <laughs> like, uh, it's the same with James Earl Jones. If they, if they found a way to sneak mm. them in, yeah. I would be all for it. I would have no problem with that. Yeah. Anything that ties it closer to the original trilogy, I think in this case I'm all for that.
4: Yeah. You know? I thought I had accepted it, and then I was taking a closer look at the Rogue One trailer because everybody's obsessed on who's in that tank, which may may not be a Bakta tank or whatever. And I was like, man, that would be great if it was... Palpatine in there. Yeah. yeah. You you know, hey, if you get, you know, I always say, hey, the last shot of Rogue
3: One is going to be them sending the plans to Leia or something like that. Well, what if one of the final shots is someone reporting to Palpatine that this rebellion just did something? They just stole the <laughs> plans and they have to report to the Emperor going, the rebellion did what? Yeah. This is a pitiful
4: rebellion. I, <laughs> yeah. I
3: could take that. I could be okay with that. Yeah, if the like last
4: that. moment was like Vader reporting it to him and just, you idiot.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <And> credits. <laughs>
4: Yeah. I would like to see him. I think if we do, my actual prediction is, I think we might see a shimmery little hologram in the background and maybe yeah, get yeah. some voice work, but I don't think yeah. he's going to be a, a principal factor. I agree. Okay, want to keep it moving, so uh, we're going to go on to Mark Herring. He asks this on our Facebook page. He says, What if Mace Windu actually survived being tossed out of Palpatine's office and turned to the dark side? He was always a grumpy Jedi, and watching the Jedi Order be destroyed could have pushed him over the edge. Do you have any interest in seeing that, Ken? Uh, you know, I just talked on, on Spotlight Star Wars, was uh, a short
3: while ago about the characters in the prequels I'd like a second chance with, and Mace Windu was number two on my oh, list. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, however, um, not in that way. Uh, <laughs> I accept his death. His arm was chopped off. Uh, I can't imagine. Is it fun to guess? That's part of fun of being a Star Wars fan, right? <laughs> so um, a dark, grumpy, Sith-like Mace Windu would definitely be cool. Uh, I just imagine it would be with a cybernetic arm, and it would take me to a place uh, in Star Wars that I'm not comfortable with. That's me as a fan. Um, More mace is a good thing. A dark mace, in story, if I'm to crawl (laughs) into the Star Wars nerd bubble, he'd be a powerful, powerful Sith. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. How about you?
5: See, this goes back to Episode 2 for me, where I honestly thought, how is Yoda not detecting the Sith?
3: Right, mm-hmm. And
5: I really thought it's the guy sitting next to him who's keeping him from doing that. Ooh. And I thought he's got a purple lightsaber for a reason, because it's right in between the two. And I really thought we were going to find out in the third one that he was instrumental in helping Palpatine rise to power. Yeah,
4: I don't know where it sits in canon, but that yeah. was that was kind of the story that his fighting style was the Vapod style, which is the most aggressive that was acceptable for a oh, Jedi, okay. and that yeah. he has purposely his path was to walk up to the edge of the dark side and use what he can. Yeah. And like okay. he allows himself to be more aggressive than other Jedi, so your head cannon was
5: that, right on. That right on. makes sense to me. And so I I thought that the whole thing was kind of a show. Like yeah. And I was still a firm believing this up until he died yeah. and didn't come back. Basically, I was like, oh, they're putting on a show to get Anakin right. you know, Oh, also, like, the it. next
3: scene was Mason Palpatine going, well, that yeah. came out.
5: That turned out pretty good. I really yeah. thought up until the end of the movie that that, that, that was going to happen. But I also thought that uh, once he turned into Darth Vader, he was going to slice Jar Jar down the middle Conan style. <laughs> and that would be the end of the movie. And everyone would be like, "Whoa!"
4: <laughs> I like the idea of Mace and Palpatine fighting over their improvised scene. Of like, you didn't have to yes-and that hard. Yeah.
5: We yes said and lightning. my arm
4: off. You didn't have to throw me out the window, too. Uh, I would love to see more, but I would almost more like to see a, him back in his prime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, would lo- I think there's plenty of room for him to come back. I think the grumpy uh, Dark Side Jedi makes sense. But I do want some characters to just stay gone and dead so the weight of their death matters, matters. Yeah. and I think Mace is one of those guys like yep. that death is so perfect it should be real yeah, yeah absolutely real in Star Wars canon what do you think should we do one more or should we wrap up yeah let's up? do one more here okay let's see uh, we're gonna, we've are we got all sorts of Emperor and Dark Side related questions so I'm just going to stick that makes... on that theme we have Good. this one from Daniel Logic I believe Is mm-hmm. handles at Daniel Logic and he says why this is something I've complained about so thank you Daniel why doesn't Yoda tell Luke that the Emperor can shoot lightning out of his hands would have been useful <laughs> indeed it would so, so, love that question. Yeah, yeah. Look, I always say, poor
3: George. When he was writing these movies, pity George. Had no idea that he himself would do these later, and that a bunch of nerds would take them, uh, take the property, and write their own stories, yep. canon or otherwise. So. When the Emperor shot that lightning, it was a shock to us in 1983 for a reason. Uh, And apparently it was a shock to him when he created it in that moment. Yeah. So he did not have that foresight, though he did have a lot of other foresight. So um, that's the real world answer. In canon, in story, and getting in that Star Wars nerd bubble story, I think Yoda felt that maybe there were some things Luke had to learn on his own.
5: The hard Mm -hmm. way. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of think... He knew that it was nothing Luke couldn't handle, to an extent, you know, and thought, "This is kind of what you get for not completing your training." I told you, I told you to stick around. <laughs> <laughs> you had to go off and save your friends. So, like that was the next day's lesson. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was like, yeah. Tomorrow we're going to be covering the lightning bolt. You're gone. I'm oh, like,
4: yeah. Well, I like this. There's because, another. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's always bothered me from such a. Such a practical level yeah. that he didn't uh, help out. And I wonder if it is one of those things like teachers are supposed to lead mm-hmm. you to the discovery. They're not just supposed well, to tell you <laughs> yeah. the fact. So I think, I, I believe it, Obi-Wan says, do not underestimate the power. Oh, Yoda says, do not yeah. Under- yeah. <laughs> underestimate the powers of the emperor. Yeah. So maybe he was like. That's in a good.
5: roundabout way he's saying i mean it yeah Don't do not underestimate, underestimate like do
4: i really need to spell them out you yeah. can shoot lightning out of his hands this yeah. is what comes out of his eyes i'm yeah. gonna walk down all the parts of his body that things come out of <laughs> if you press triangle he spins and floats <laughs> and jumps at you yeah absolutely
3: yeah yoda didn't yeah. didn't want to tell him the whole so, thing so yeah i like that uh yeah, that he didn't was mention the his
5: lightsaber drill maneuver that he does <laughs> in midair you know there's a lot of things he didn't tell him yeah
4: he's if got he, a pretty says, wacky fighting style do it to anyone you're do gonna it, be in do it do it do it they're to do whatever uh yeah and i, I really like this this completing of the canon that that was yoda's intent of like yeah uh think through yeah. what what might happen and yeah. then but then you get to the real practical like but here's how you block it with a lightsaber and right. i like yeah. i like i love your addition mike that yoda and obi-wan are like ah yeah. we should have maybe been a little bit so, more direct about it, that it one. well
5: but yoda didn't even block it with a lightsaber he absorbed he it, 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 it. it you know yeah. and, and it's like well, if you'd have stuck around, I could have taught you that it sweet you. move. But.
3: <laughs> if you go to Target now, you can buy yeah. the Yoda Jedi Teaching Book. That, <laughs> yes. uh, I, it takes me to an area here where Luke almost has a little bit of room to be bitter, as we know, because you got Obi Wan on one hand, just giving things from a certain point of view right. that you're going to have to learn, and then Yoda's not giving him the full picture. In the yeah. days of the Jedi and the Jedi Academy, they they had classes. They probably had you know Severus Snape there teaching uh, how to how to get lightning <laughs> yeah. uh, force lightning away from you. So uh, I wonder if. Uh, how Luke is going to train Ray? Is yeah. he going to be a little more practical in his training? Like, yeah. I wish my teachers told me this.
4: I think so. And that's part of the reason I mentioned on a recent episode of Force Center, I want to see Luke and Ray actually lightsaber fighting. And I want to see him giving her the nitty gritty of how to do right. anything. Like, you were yeah. good in that first fight, kid. Yeah. Yeah. But, but here's how you do it Yeah, here's how you use the environment around right. you Here's a great place to kick people Like every, yeah. just everything yeah. practical you could think of in the world Here's right. how
5: you throw metal boxes at people <laughs> Trust me, it's important yeah. <laughs> to, to learn, to learn this. this one Man,
4: if the first line of episode eight was I'm not going to teach you how to stand on your head and levitate rocks Yeah <laughs> We're getting real, Ray yeah. We're getting real <laughs> wow, that'd be great That's great, great question Yeah, great question
3: so uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week here, uh, Mike. We're gonna definitely have you back. We're gonna bring you back for a databank brawl, <laughs> awesome. and uh, bring you back again, like I said, to talk toys and to talk Star Wars. It's a pleasure to do that with you as well. So tell the nice fans where they can find you and follow you
5: at Mike Black Attack on all social media, and come check out the nighttime show or the nighttime show podcast.
3: Which is great. With uh, Stephen Glickman, your buddy there, right? Yeah. Who is uh, talent and funny and a great follow on Twitter as well. Mr. Scrimshaw, as always, it's good to dig deep into Star Wars with you and uh, tell the fans where they can stalk you.
4: You guys can stalk the crap out of me on Twitter and Instagram uh, as at Joseph Scrimshaw, my name. You can find out about all the other stuff I'm doing on my website, josephscrimshaw.com. I always have a bunch of different live shows going on in Los Angeles and other surprise places. You can also uh, listen to my other podcast. It's called Obsessed. It's on Audio and both of the gentlemen you are listening to here today have been on Obsessed. Ken talked about self loathing and Mike Black talked about action figures. We had a great <laughs> conversation about action figures. So if you enjoyed this episode, go back uh, Obsessed on Feral Audio and yeah. find Mike there.
3: Uh, absolutely. And uh, uh, action figures and self-loathing can sometimes go. <laughs> 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 uh, as, uh, Listen just, to them uh, back to back. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> Follow us at Four Center Pod. Follow me at CatNaps across all social media platforms. So until next time, let's go buy ourselves some Rays. We'll see you next time.